Hello, hello, and welcome to the Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast with me, Ellie. And me, Guy. Wait, let me try that again. Hang on. With, yeah, that's weird. Uh, with me, Ellie. And me, Guy. Oh, is he's broken. Or is he not here? Is he not here? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> His presence is only some, like, kind of noticeable, whether or yeah. not he's here. Oh, wait, Chris isn't here. Chris isn't here. He's not been part of this awesome preamble chat yeah. that we've had with our producer Jacob the whole time. Yeah. I thought he was just in the bathroom. No, Aww. Chris is not here today. Um, where did he tell you, what did he say to you he was? I think he was at a, um, a cat appreciation convention. A cat appreciation meeting. Something like that. Yeah. I think See, that's what it was. He told me he was going to like a cabinet refurbishment class. Oh. Like he was really into cabinets. And right. Because he's, he's, you know, he's with his kitchen renos and stuff like that. But from that, he's, he's oh. super into like renoming up cabinets now. It's so weird that he told us two different things. So, we'll have to investigate we'll that. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But no, no Chris today, so it's just myself and Ali. Yeah, sorry, team, if Chris is your favourite. Um, <laughs> you're so with us. <laughs> um, but tonight on the show, you will hear from Chris because he sent us some audio, and yeah. we don't know what that is, and we'll get into that shortly. Uh, Guy, what are you talking about today? Um, well, this is off the back of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, right? So obviously, I don't need to tell you who Taylor Swift is, but Travis mm. Kelsey, he is a, um, an American football player. These are two people that you never would have thought would actually get together. They are rumored to be dating. Now it's looking pretty much rock solid. So yeah. I want to know off the back of that, who are two video game characters from two separate games? Yes. Two walks of life that you think would be a good couple. Love that. Very creative. And I'm going to be talking about haptic feedback. That doesn't sound very exciting or fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear I'll try and make that one yeah. fun. Um, yeah, that's a tease. You're all going to hang around for that one. Um, we, um, I wanted to shout out some listeners as we always do. Oh, Ellie, I was, I was waiting. Cause when you said you're going to do haptic feedback, I was like, oh, she's going to tease that. And then normally ro- we roll into stuff from our audience. I was like, oh. she's going to do speaking of feedback. Oh. I was waiting for those words, but speaking of oh. feedback, Damn here's it. yours. Damn it. Damn it. I, I missed the seed. Should we do it again? Yeah. yeah should we? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, um. So anyway, I'm going to be talking about haptic feedback. Oh, How that's exciting. It's a great segment. Can't and- wait to hear it. Thanks, bro. And speaking of feedback, let's go to some listener feedback. Oh, clean, <laughs> crisp. Amazing. I'm so gutted I didn't think of that. <laughs> it's lame that I thought about it hours ago and I've been waiting for it. Have you it. actually? <laughs> I, was oh like, I was like, I wonder if she'll say. That's a great little segue. Yeah. Could have warmed me off here, bro. Man, <laughs> let me out to dry. <laughs> now, first of all, we had someone called, I think it's, Ghoulie or Ghoulis, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but um, Alyssa from Thailand. I saw that. Yeah, they were just saying, hey, from Thailand, love the show. I should really have a look onto our stats because these are the people that, there was like five countries that I read out that all have one person. And um, somebody got back from Sweden. Now we've got Thailand. I think the other one was Mexico. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, Croatia okay. or something. I'll have a look at the stats. Yeah, and we'll and see I'll, if we can um, search. I'll see if I can shout out some more people from around the world. Amazing. Yeah, well, shout out to Ghoulis. I think that's how you say it. Um. There was another message we got from um, Griffin, and he's actually suggested um, a game we play, we should play by an indie company in Christchurch. So yep. it's a Kiwi made one. Awesome. Dredge. Have you ever played or heard of Dredge? Wait, Dredge, is that a boat one? It's a uh, fishing simulator slash horror game. I had no idea that that was from New Zealand. Dredge yeah. is like taken over the world. There's so many people that are into this game. I saw it and I was like, that looks a little kooky, and I haven't really looked into it. But now that I know it's a Kiwi company, yeah. that's awesome. I know. I looked it up and I was like, oh, a little indie, uh, okay. And then it came up Dredge and it was just all over Google, yeah. PlayStation, PC, Switch. I was like, oh my gosh, Wicked. this is like full on. So thanks for that suggestion, Griffin. And anyone that wants to play a cool Kiwi indie game, 
um, give that one a go because it's always good to support local. And if Absolutely. you're not in New Zealand, then um, just play it anyway. <laughs> support yeah. us anyway. Exactly. <laughs> um, Edward, he messaged us. Now, I think he's going to give Chris a run for his money. Uh, Trophy King. He's got Ooh. 100%. Like, he, he sent a screenshot of his, like, gaming stats, yeah, I suppose yeah. you say. His trophy cabinet. That's the one, yeah. the trophy cabinet. And he had 100% in The Last of Us, uh, Lego, Guardians of the Galaxy, and SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. So that was quite cool. Is right? that just in total? Or are those the only ones? Or was that just that was in the picture? I think that was just in the picture. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I, there's probably a lot more going on yeah. there. But I, just the 100%, Chris would bloody love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then um, there was another guy called Guy, Guy, oh. um, and asked if we'd played Titanfall 2. Have you played that? No, I haven't played Titanfall 2, but I have heard about it. Yeah, right. And it's basically, you're a, it's like a first person shooter but you also get to jump in these giant mech um they're called titans oh. you know like these big robots that you actually get to then run around in as well fun yeah I've heard okay to- I've heard it's got a huge cult following all Titanfall. right yeah well, there's another game suggestion there from a, a listener called guy um last week on instagram we also asked our uh, listeners we asked you what would be a guest you'd love to hear on our podcast yep. um and we had a few replies so matt Full disclosure, Matt's my friend. So it's another friend. Um, <laughs> he, he would want Trevor from GTA 5. Great. And the transitions when changing characters. Yeah. So what what does he mean by that so when he on, says that? On Grand Theft Auto 5, you play as three main protagonists. Oh, yeah. And you can just... Um, you can switch between between the three basically at any time oh. by holding down on the D-pad, selecting, and it like does like a quick like zoom out like a bird's eye view, and then finds wherever the other person is on the map, and oh, you zooms v- back in again. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see, I see. All Interesting right, well, that he suggested the transitions were part of the yeah, thing. Yeah, part of the thing. Yeah. Quite creative. Thanks, Maddie. Um, Pugs, another one of our friends. Yeah. Uh, he suggested Dexter. He would like Dexter. I don't know Dexter. I thought Dexter was just the TV show about a guy that murders people. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Um, but maybe he and maybe he's taking the mark. Maybe, maybe maybe that is who he's talking about. I don't Good know. Uh, we also had um, Ollie said he'd love to meet Mario, which I think would be pretty cool to have Mario here. Who wouldn't want to meet a thick Italian plumber with a beautiful moustache? Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, and then we had another listener who wanted uh, Dandelion from The Witcher. Yeah. Um, or Ezio Auditor from Assassin's yeah, Creed. Yeah, Ezio. That one. Yeah, yeah, nice. And then they also said their partner, Brianna, would be um, Murmur from God of War, Ragnarok, I think. I, oh, damn it, this woman, Chris, because he's yeah, actually he's played that guy. game and I played it for about 45 minutes. Yes, I watched And I Sam didn't get up to Murmur. Maybe <laughs> yeah. I did. I think, I think I don't, maybe Moment was right there from the get-go. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, this is the uh, this episode here. You're really going to see how bad my gaming knowledge really is. And yeah. Guy may be a little bit not great either. Without Chris here, we don't have our nerd here. No. So that's a bit of a shame. Um, yeah. But at least the show's a bit hotter tonight, you know, in terms yeah. of what we look like. So that's good. <laughs> he's really bringing down Chris, the average. <laughs> Chris is going to listen back um, when he's, he's at this big Nerf battle tournament down in Christchurch. So he's going to be listening to this episode oh, um, on Thursday that's when it comes right. out. And he's going to be like, damn it, Guy. Murmur's the the goblin with the arrow oh, with the bow and arrow. He is. He's yeah. probably gonna write. He'll probably have to record a whole DLC explaining yeah. all of the things that we he's screwed gonna, up. He's gonna write notes, and then <laughs> yeah. when he's on the next episode, he's gonna be like, "Right, this is where you guys messed up." Yeah, and it's gonna be a long list. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Though. Oh, Look, it's fine. It's extremely casual gamers. That's the thing. We're living up to our reputation, exactly. like we always said we would. That's right? what we are on the ten. <laughs> all right, it's time for some gaming news. Is it how Chris would say that? Yeah, but we, 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 this is also where we say what we're playing this week. Oh, yeah, I didn't ask you that, did no, I? Uh, I mean, uh, real quick, Rewind. same thing. <laughs> Rewind. I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima. I'm getting <laughs> so much closer to getting that platinum. Are you actually? Yeah, I'm seven trophies away, but I know what those seven are. So you know how to get them? Yeah. 
so, my gosh. I mean, the thing is, we go to Sushima when you platinum it, it's, there are no missable trophies. Oh. So you will, like, there's nothing where, like, if you fail a mission, it's like, oh, sorry, you're never going to platinum this game now. Gotcha. Which is very good for me. Awesome. Um, so my first platinum, hopefully this time next week, oh I'll my be goodness. able to brag that and- I platinumed a game and get that sweet, sweet, delicious. <laughs> Macca's combo that Chris has promised me. The Mac attack, was yeah. it? You know? Well, I might, I might, I'm, I'm flopping now. I said McSpicy, but I might get a quarter pounder. Oh, yeah. Quarter pounders See, is a solid gear. I agree. No, I agree. Well, I think the reason I skipped over this question, maybe subconsciously, is because I hadn't gamed this week. Like, oh, I no. literally haven't had any time this Gaming week. Gaming news. <laughs> <laughs> Gaming news. Nailed it. You would yeah. think that's Chris, wouldn't yeah, you? Right. Uh, I've also got headlines. Spy Go or Spy No? Uh, Nintendo switching it up and across October. More like October. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're going to find out what these stories are. No. Now, these don't really make sense. <laughs> but <laughs> I, 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 The Nintendo Switch runners are, ooh, play yeah. on word. Ooh la la. Okay, so first of all, first news story. Spy Go or Spy No? Yeah. Uh, there were rumors circulating over the weekend um, that there's a Spyro reignited. Tri- oh, sorry, a Spyro Four game coming out called Very Mystery cool. of the Dragon. It was basically a leak by a reliable source, yeah. but it was just on Reddit. So I don't. Again, it should, this should be called gaming rumors because I don't actually yeah. have the facts of this. But yeah. did you hear this the story? No, but the thing is, when it comes to gaming leaks, it's so weird because so many have come out for Grand Theft Auto Five, and it's like usually when this the headline, it's like from like a well known source, like from a it's from a leaker that's like got good reputation, which yes. is kind of like it's from a hacker. Someone, so you're like, oh no, you can trust this guy. But yeah. at the same time, what they're doing is illegal. So it's like, well, can we? Can we? Exactly. Yeah. It literally says like, take this with a pinch of salt. I think that's the, the saying. Um, yeah. But apparently there could be a Spyro 4 coming, Mystery of the Dragon, and it would be about Cinder. So not yeah. Spyro, but the other magical yeah, the playable. Yeah. Um, and it would be, apparently, it would be similar to like a Ratchet and Clank multiverse scenario. So okay. not so much like the original Spyro where it's sort of that, yeah, that trilogy. It would be more like a, Ratchet and Clank type thing. That's what they've explained yeah. it as. Um, and but then people saying people are saying that because Cinder is in the game or is being looked at as potentially the main character, that it's actually not legit. Because they're like, why would they bring out Spyro and then have it Cinder? So I don't know. Uh, I don't. Do you have an opinion on that? Like, I mean, it, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it it is highly likely, but also at the same time, it could be a load of shit. They re they remastered, um, you know, the Crash Bandicoot series. They remastered Spyro. Like it makes no sense to completely dismiss that this couldn't happen. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Where do things have happened? But at the same time, I never grew up playing Spyro. So I'm not on, if, if uh, you know, in two weeks time, we find out that this isn't happening. Yeah. I'm not going to be gutted. Oh, fair you enough. Know? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, Spyro has such a huge cult following. It does. That I imagine there's a lot of people excited about this. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's so nostalgic anyway for a lot of our generation. Big time. Um, yeah, it was one of the first games I ever played, but it used to make me feel sick. So That's um, right. I don't want to play Spyro 4, <laughs> uh, even if it is real. Um, all right, next headline is Nintendo switching it up and across. These headlines are so No, shit. no, no. I'm, I'm hooked. it's kind of the gag. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been rumours of a Nintendo Switch 2 in recent months yeah. um, and it's been confirmed by Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick and other executives in the company um, to- they have been talking about the next generation Switch. And there's another insider apparently who's reliable. Again, uh, the same hacker. old story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, It's saying that a lot of multi-platform games will be coming to the Switch 2. Yeah. So I think it will mean that there's more 
the way I've I've interpreted this is that there's going to be more games that you play on Xbox, PlayStation, etc. Yeah. on the next Switch. Is that, that ma- what you've heard? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense considering that PlayStation are releasing a handheld version um, of you know their console yeah. um, next year. And I know Xbox messes around and they've got one as well. So it would be beneficial for Nintendo to be like, hey, we'd like uh, we'd like some of these AAA titles as well. Yeah. This Switch has the capacity to do it. Mm-hmm. So if you can play Baldur's Gate 3 or you can play Cyberpunk, which is normally on these big one terabyte consoles. Yeah. If you can play even just a slightly watered down version of that on a handheld device that you can take on a plane or a bus or whatever, or yeah. when you get your bloody hair done. Yeah. Then, then why not? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Exactly. There you go. So, are you, I mean, you're you're a Switch user. I am so. a Switch user. I've just got the, you know, your standy Switch, the one that mm-hmm. came out maybe three years ago. And yeah. that's that's enough for me. It's, yeah. I don't want to play these big AAA titles because I've got the PlayStation to do it. Yeah. But, and I'm not that desperate to be playing these big games out and about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to play my Fay Farm yes. and my Animal Crossing your cozy and game. a little bit of Mario. Yeah, fair That's enough. all I need my Switch for. Right, so you think the Switch, switching it up and across, uh, as my headline said, yeah. um, is not really going to interest you necessarily. You're no. happy with your two consoles, yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Okay, and the third one, this is a pretty standard one, but I thought it could be good to know, since it's the beginning of a month, yeah. October, yeah, yeah. what games are coming out this month? Ooh. You know? Um, so first of all, the old bundle for the Spider-Man 2 game, that's coming out October yeah. 20th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, will you be buying the full bundle with the console and everything? I've never been a bundler. No. No, never been a bundler. I, um, I've um, i been very lucky in the sense that PlayStation NZ hooked me up with the Spider-Man 2 controller. Yeah, you lucky thing. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. you've already so got that. I'll be, I'll be playing. I'll be swinging around Brooklyn and New York City with that. Love it. Um, but the last time I bought a bundle kit was in with Chris when Gears of War 3 came out. Oh, yeah. And it was a Xbox 360 bundle. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, the Xbox 360 and the controllers were in like a custom skin. Yeah. And it made like a, when you press the button to turn it on and the button to open the disc tray, yeah. it made like Gears of War related noises. Oh, you know? cool. And that was it really. But that's where half of my course related costs and half of Chris's course related costs, the money you get from the government when you're a student. Yes. To go towards like books. Student stuff. Student stuff. Yeah. Um, that's where my money went towards. Oh, good. I'm yeah. Good. You know, it's always good to admit it. Um, yeah. I think you're not alone in that. I think a lot of people have used those course I don't, I've never met a single person that spent the full thousand dollars on things that are course related. Yeah, no, you're not alone in that. I was thinking about this though. Like, I don't think I would want a branded bundle. No. I don't think I want my PlayStation or whatever console I have to be branded and stuck and confined to one brand. No. Yeah, like even the fact that your little your Xbox was making all those funny sounds. Like, after a while, yeah, it yeah, get yeah. pretty boring, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had the same thought process as well. Like, I haven't touched that Xbox in ages, but it does feel kind of weird because, you know, we played Gears of War and then we played all the other ones and stuff. And then when we went to put another game in, it just felt kind of Yeah, like wrong. Weird. Like you're cheating on the console. Yeah, like, yeah it's like, yeah, oh, it feels putting dirty. Putting the wrong disc in, yeah. Like, oh. this, should, this shouldn't be in here. Why am I enjoying this? <laughs> um, some of the other games coming this month are Super Mario Bros. Wonder, yep. which is going to be on Nintendo Switch cool. um, October 20 as well. Um, there's Assassin's Creed Mirage, which is coming out October 5th. So that's probably when this episode's dropped, actually. Yep. So more Assassin's Creed. Forza Motorsport, which is the one we spoke about a few weeks ago, the one that's not going to have the multiplayer split no. screen. Uh, but that one's coming out on October 10. Uh, EA Sports UFC 5. NHL 2024 is coming out uh, October 6th. Sonic Superstars. Yep. This one's on Switch, PC, PS4 and 5, Xbox One and Xbox Series uh, X. Um, and then there's also, you might like this, a uh, bit of Detective Pikachu Returns. That's coming out oh, on October 6th via, uh, via Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Um, have you ever played Phasmophobia? 
No. Oh, I've played it a few times on PC and it's um it's horror, which I don't really like, but I used to stream it with my friends when I used to stream on yeah, Twitch because yeah. it was good entertainment because it essentially gives you frights. But it's a like an online multiplayer game where you are going into haunted houses and trying to find clues as to what's happened like with paranormal activity. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it gives you frights and it's really scary. But there's a new... um version coming out in October apparently. Very cool. Busy month. Yeah. And you had a you had a bit of a bloody news story over there, didn't well, you? Well, this uh, this pertains to um, something close to my heart and something I get made fun of, but Fortnite. This oh. is something. So Spark, which is a telecommunications company here in New Zealand, they have announced something called um, the Spark Game Arena, which so Spark mm-hmm. is diving into the gaming world. Smart. And this is the Rise Cup featuring Fortnite. So it's a $30,000 prize pool. And it's for the public over three weekends to battle it out from the end of October to win your share of $30,000 worth of prizes. It's the largest ever prize pool on offer for a Fortnite tournament played in New Zealand. So That's you, you register on the Spark website and then, you know, one week it's qualifiers and the next weekend, so knockouts and stuff like that. You can win prizes along the way. It's going to be streamed with Let's Play Live. I think, I mean, I'm not going to register because I suck at Fortnite. I, I thought like you were to... real good, bro. I thought no, you played it heaps. Not once. I play it a lot. <laughs> and you're still shit. I play it a lot. And then some twelve-year-old just absolutely mm. wastes me. Oh right! That's, yeah, and then you'd have to you'd see it in person. And then they do a dance on me. Yeah, I don't want to have to see that. I don't <laughs> want to have to be streamed to see that yeah. shit. I don't want people to see me get owned. Fair but enough. I just think it's really cool that finally, and this is what I've been yelling at so many people in the over the last few years is there's a big company like Spark that are jumping in and actually going all in. Like they're launching something called the Game Hub. Like these things are going to be coming up more often. Good. And it's like, you know, and esports are so big now. So let's play live streaming it. I've actually taken part in one of their competitions online. It was like a charity race with Gran Turismo 7. Oh, nice. It was wicked. It was like It was all properly done. All the slides, you know, the transitions and stuff like that. It's yeah, legit. Cool. There's commentators. So that's starting at the end of, um, end of October. So if you are interested in Fortnite or if you just want to watch it, and that's something to keep an eye out for. That's, they got announced this this week. That's awesome. I actually think esports is like a lot of the future. It's, oh, big time. There's less danger. You don't get injured. There's no sprained ankles. Yeah. Um, you can do it in your home. It's. I think it's amazing that esports has taken off so much. And I love that New Zealand, we're often behind in a lot of things, aren't oh, we, here time. in New Zealand? So big it's nice time. to hear that Spark's coming on and, and doing that. Because yeah. I think it'll just get bigger and bigger, to be honest. Hell yeah. Always a market for it. And that was Ellie Howard with your gaming news. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So Chris, as you know, not here. No. Um, where was he again? Did you? Uh, he he was. I think he's him and his wife. They flew down to Dunedin. They're adopting an alpaca. Oh, it's kind of like one of those sponsor a child things where you actually don't actually adopt gotcha. the gotcha. alpaca, but they're going down to visit it anyway. Gotcha. I thank you for reminding me about yeah. that. Um, but we, we've got some audio from Chris, don't we? He sent it through, and we yep. have not listened to it. Nope. This is cold. So 
I don't know what this is going to say. We don't know what this is going to say. All I know is that it's roughly two minutes, which means he's not talking about Death Stranding or The Witcher because then it will be 22 minutes. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness so, for that. Yeah. Do you know nice. what the beauty of this is? We can just turn him off if we want. Like We don't have to listen to him. <laughs> is he going to come back next week after this <laughs> bullying not. when he listens to this episode? Probably not. All right, Chris, what have you got for us? G'day guys, Chris here. Sorry I couldn't be on this week's episode of the podcast, but I will be on the next week and the week after that and the week after that reoccurring until the end of time. That is how long the ECG podcast will be lasting. Um, Hey, just obviously Ellie slash Guy, you just did the news without me and that's okay. Great work on that, I'm assuming. Uh, Extra piece of news, I'm assuming. You also told everyone about this, but I'll just do it anyway. Uh, I sent through a photo during the week of the cool glasses I unlocked for Geralt on The Witcher 3. It is my fourth playthrough playing the remastered bloody next-gen version on PS5. It is chef's kiss. Absolutely loving it. Uh, And the real heartbreaking thing I realise is when I quit out of the game tonight because I'm recording this at night, uh, it had a little thing at the bottom corner saying how many hours I'd spent on The Witcher 3 on my PS5 and the amount of hours I'd sunk into it, having only just unlocked some glasses for Geralt, 109 hours. So I don't even want to put the do the maths on that yet, like four and a half days or something. Um, but I tell you what, it's the best four and a half days of my life, aside from the other three times that I've clocked the game. Um, also... My topic for this week, yes, you will have to do a topic. Just because I'm not there doesn't mean you're going to do two topics and then just prop the rest of the potty up with like fan interaction or something lame like that. (laughs) My topic was if you could turn any world into an open world Bethesda-style game like Fallout or Skyrim or the new Starfield, what would it be? And this was after the news of uh, Bethesda having acquired and then leaked accidentally the rights to produce an Indiana Jones game, which I believe is going to come out next year or the year after. I personally would love to see, you know, I know we've got Hogwarts Legacy, but I'd love to have a modern day version of that where you just get to make a witch or wizard and then put them into the same era of school as when Harry Potter's going on. You're dealing with the same sort of things, but it's a bit more open world, a bit more freeform. Having said that, I haven't actually played Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, That probably ticks a lot of boxes for me, but that's just one thing I've always wanted. However, the thing I've wanted more than all of that is a full-blown next-gen graphics, 3D open world Pokemon game. Sort of like the old Game Boy style ones, you know, you're in Kanto region, you're trying to collect all the Pokemon, except you are walking around, you are physically finding these Pokemon in the forest, you're talking to people, it's like an RPG, that is what I would like to sink another 109 hours into. Cheers guys, see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Thing is, great question, question. I'm, I'm very excited to dive into it, but if Chris had just said, pitched the question and then said... Here are my two examples, and we pause. Oh, I would have been able to say Pokemon and Harry Potter after knowing oh, Chris for quite some time. Yes, and to be fair, I mean Harry Potter, uh, Hogwarts Legacy is basically what he said. Yeah, he hasn't, yeah. He hasn't played the game, so he's made a fool of himself. Yeah, there. he has. But a sandbox, you know, fully interactive Bethesda, like he just said, version of Pokemon that would slap. That would be really. cool. That would eh? be so cool. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. Um, I so he's put me on the spot here, but do you know what I have realised is he did actually ask this question last week in last he, week's episode. Yeah, this isn't the first time we've I heard know, it. I know, I know. But he asked it, and I didn't think about it. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> I forgot it. So no, nah, I'm actually just having a live think here. What What would I want? Um, I would want. I'm trying to think of worlds that I like. What would I enjoy? We just finished playing Detroit. Um, yeah. Becoming human. Yes. Become human. So actually, that would be quite cool to be be open world and just yeah. be able to go around as a robot and just just do things. That that would be fun. That's a good suggestion. Um, any more for you? Or the you- one that sprung to mind is the only one I can think of is Rockstar's The Warriors. I mean, that game was very. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was semi-sandbox in the sense you can kind of choose the next mission, but it was relatively linear. Yeah, yeah. Fully re- redesigned. You plonk yourself in New York City and you can just make your way around New York City with yeah. all these different boroughs, with all these different gangs. And I reckon that will be wicked. Okay. That's what I've been wanting for ages. So something like that. Okay, nice. Yeah, I still haven't thought of anything. I'm, I've literally been trying to think on the spot. And <laughs> you I can think of anything in those 12 seconds I was talking. <laughs> really useless. Oh, well, thanks, Chris, for being on the show today. It was, it was lovely to hear from you. And sorry I had nothing to give you. Because I don't care about your topics. And <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Maybe next week. Bring yeah. it in. Now, this is something I never thought that I would be bringing up on a gaming podcast. Okay. Taylor Swift. Ah, yes. Weird, now, weird pro bar here. Thing is, <laughs> I, my wife, huge fan of Taylor Swift. She's yeah. going to the, um, to the Melbourne or Sydney show oh, next year. Lucky, that's awesome. So she's heading across to that with a bunch of friends, which is oh. very, very cool. Um, I do like Taylor Swift. Yeah. You know, I've, I mean, I, I thought her Reputation album was incredibly good. She mm-hmm. shouldn't have launched with the single that she did, but that's another oh, story. That's another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Look what look what you made me do. Terrible song. But yeah, the rest it's of the not album, the greatest, hey? The rest of the album slaps. I agree. Yeah. Taylor Swift this week, she's on tour at the moment, and um, she has been rumored for the last couple of weeks to be dating a American football player by the name of Travis Kelsey, right? Yes, yeah. Very charismatic guy, plays for, the, I believe, the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. He's very good at what he does. He's mm-hmm. one of the best players in the league. And um, he also hosts a podcast as well. Very funny guy. Oh, there you go. So there's rumor that these two were dating and everyone was going, that's ridiculous. Those two just do not match. They Never. are water and oil. And now is basically confirmed, yes, they are dating. She has been to um, multiple of his games. Yeah. Hanging out with, like, his family in the in the corporate box and stuff like that. So I thought that was actually really cool. Taylor Swift, I mean, as, as a musician and a football player being together isn't, you I know, guess it's not that rare. Not that crazy, but I think just Taylor Swift and yes. Travis Kelsey, those two never would have been matched. T- totally. You know, totally. you would have matched it with a bunch of other people and same for him. Yeah. But those two together is a really cool thing. Yeah. So it got me thinking about video game characters. There's, there's somebody out there mm-hmm. that you think they should be with that person. Yeah. Different games, different universes. Let's just pretend all video game characters are now in our world. Yeah, right? got it. So Mario could be dating Taylor Swift. Yes. But she's dating Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Who are two video game characters? Male, female, whatever variations you want to roll with. Yeah. That you think would be a good couple. Yes. That would work together. Okay. You would like me to go first. Far away. I mean, Chris ain't here to do it. No, he's, exactly. I guess it's all on me. I'm, he's off getting his shoes fixed. That's right. Yeah, he's got a special cobbler in the North Island, like in Fungaday. Oh, okay. Because he's got a size 11 on his left and a oh. size 12 on his right. Oh, what a weirdo. Yeah, okay. So he has to go get his cobbler. Oh, fixed. I see. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Well, I'll go first. Now, I actually struggle with this question because I, again, as we know, extremely casual gamer, um, haven't played a huge amount, don't know the depths of many characters, if I'm honest. Like, I know, you know, all the standard Crash Bandicoot, blah, 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 blah. But I feel like I don't know enough depth about other video game characters, so I've actually cheated and I kind of wanted to see what what would happen here. Yeah, I asked the question to ChatGPT. Solid. (laughs) Solid. I've done that multiple times with this podcast. Because I was like, you know what? I don't have anything to bring so I'd rather just see what what that spit out. We can just talk about this and just see see what they think. So the first one, I'll just give one example. Maybe we've got like example for example, eh? We'll go one at a time. So the first one, they've suggested ChatGPT for a couple from two different games. 
Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, and Nathan Drake, Uncharted. Yep. What's your opinion on that? Well, I've got here Lara Croft from Tomb Raider and Nathan Drake from Uncharted. Really? <laughs> yeah, Did you use GPT? No. <laughs> I just thought that they're basically the male-female versions of each other's yes. games. Somebody that goes and runs around in tombs and temples and is charismatic and they're both attractive people. Yes. I reckon they would. But then, saying that now, thinking out loud, they're both too similar. Yeah. Well, so if they went to go raid a tomb, Mm. Right, in uncharted territories. Yeah, and then he's like, "Hey, let's do this." And she's like, well, "I kind of normally do this." Yeah. He's like, "Well, I want to do this." And then maybe they butt heads. True, maybe it's know? not a good thing. Well, I'll tell you what, Jet Chat GBT. I can't even say the name, but you I know what I'm as saying. Well with yeah. Chat GBT. Yeah. You know? Um, they've actually given why. So they've written both Lara and Nathan are adventurous treasure hunters with a knack for getting into dangerous situations. Their shared love for exploration and adrenaline-pumping escapades can make them a dynamic couple. I reckon they'd be solid. Yeah. yeah. It's not a bad guess. Tell bad you what, old. I would watch that Netflix show of those oh, two. Oh, you know? yeah. You know, there's this one at the moment, you know, the Furies, like Tommy Fury yes, and, the, you yeah. know, all that. There's, yes. a TV, there's a TV show about them. You've had the Osbournes. Yeah, I mean, why not these two? What about the Drakes? Exactly. You know? Yeah, what's another one on your list? Uh, the one on my list, now, you might not be able to understand this because it's Red Dead Redemption 2, but Arthur Morgan, okay, main, main I know protagonist, right? Him, yeah. And then there's a character in the game, a real hard-ass woman. She's She she runs with the guys. She's tougher than the guys. Sadie yeah. Adler. She's ah. a badass. I always wanted Red Dead Redemption 2 to have like a DLC spin-off, even a whole spin-off game following ah. her. I'd play as her. She's awesome. Interesting. And while I was playing the game for the first time, I was looking at them too, and I'm like, they'd be a good couple. Nice. Yeah. Obviously, like that, that doesn't happen. But no, yeah. I reckon Arthur Morgan and Sadie Adler, they'd okay. be a solid couple. Love Although, it. actually, now I just realised... <laughs> Oh no, what have you realised now? Well, I said it's my subject and I said from two different games and yeah. they're both from the same freaking game. I did have that thought. I was like, Damn wait, it. did you just say they're from the same game? <laughs> All right. No, that's okay. Let's, let's, not, let's not use that one as an example. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no worries, mate. Um, what was another one? So ChatGBT also suggested um, Mario, yeah. Super Mario. And I don't know this one, but um, Samus Aran from Metroid. Have you ever played Metroid? I haven't played Metroid, but I... I think I might know who that is. It's like, it's like a robot, basically. Like yeah, a- right. Well, the, the reasoning here is Mario's cheerful and optimistic personality could complement Samus's. Yeah. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. More stoic and focused demeanor. Together, they might embark on exciting space adventures while balancing each other out. ChatGPT really does think of it all, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I haven't done? What's Just that? Just think about it at all. Because you know how about 30 seconds ago I said, oh, Ellie, I've made a mistake and I've <laughs> yeah. used two people from the same game. Yeah. I'm looking at my list, and apart from Lara Croft and Nathan Drake, I have four others, and they're all from the same game. So you've just I didn't even listen to myself. Now, the two people that you... I honestly... How did I even mess this up? How did I... I I'm panicking as I saw that. I was like, wait, no, they're from the same game. They're from the same game. So Princess Peach and Bowser. Bowser's always stealing her. Okay. Mario's got to go and fetch her. What if they actually want to get together and Mario's being a douchebag and she's tried to friend zone him. She said, look, oh, Mario, come save me. When actually she just wants to shack up with Bowser. That's not a bad And that's why point. he keeps stealing her. Yeah. Because they actually want to be together. So not a bad theory, lack of that communication one. there. Mario just is, needs to yeah, be told need to talk. no. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. No, yeah. And then I've got, this is a controversial one based off our chat last week. Oh, Joel. Yes. yes. And Abby. Oh. Imagine if those two shacked up, even if it was just for a night of passion. And then the next day, it all yes. went down. I yeah. see. So and again, then, from the same game. Yeah, good. And yeah. the last one for me, I mean, you might not understand it. I mentioned it once or twice. Um, Professor Oak and Ash's mum. Oh, my God. 
Her actual name's Delia. <laughs> Delia Ketchum. I actually just want those two to be happy. Yeah, I feel you know? like you really are like their number one fan. Yeah. And you just I st- want them to I get stand together. them. I st- you is that yeah. stand? That's, yeah. Is that where you, when you want two people to be together or you're passionate about them? I think that is you know, there's he's, he's a He's a pro- Pokemon professor yeah. who fully believed that there was only 150 Pokemon and then was proven wrong multiple times. Yeah. Okay. He's like, there's only 150. And then the next game came out. I was like, oh, hang on. There's another 150 that I knew nothing about. And then it just keeps happening again. So uh, he's not very good at his job. No, he's not very smart, is he? She's she's by, by herself. Yeah. So, and it's just a small town. So so you're really going to they're gonna mention this pretty much every second episode. It's going to be pretty consistent. Yeah, me. good. I can, yeah. I can see that. And also that. setting up a segment and then not sticking to it myself. Yes, another that's, thing that, that you... seems to be a thing that might happen again. Yeah, and yeah. that's okay. Now I just know what to expect from you. And it kind of makes me feel better that I brought um, chat GBT content, to be honest. Exactly. So you got AI to do it, <laughs> yeah. and I should have. Because my brain isn't to be trusted with something that I came up with myself. <laughs> How am I a father? Holy shit, my wife lifts the entire family up. Yeah. This is what I can't do. Yeah, you can't do anything. No. Cheers for that. Hey, I want to talk about um haptic feedback, um, as I said earlier. But first of all, I was just going to say, I forgot to say this. Uh, if you've got feedback that you'd like to give on Guy's shit segment he just did. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Your segment wasn't shit. Did you it was just, just want to your... shoehorn in the feedback yeah, segue again? Yeah, I want to do it again. I want it to be my idea this time. But now know? me acknowledging it has yeah. kind of ruined it. Yeah, thanks, ah. bro. Yeah, damn, it's really not that smooth. <laughs> 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 no, but if you have any um, suggestions for uh, which two people from or two video game characters you think would be a good couple... Message us on Instagram, Absolutely. Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast. Um, we also have YouTube and uh, TikTok. But for messaging, yeah. Instagram, go there. And um, let us know what you would want to do. Uh, and I'll now get into my haptic feedback chat. Mm. I don't know why I keep saying it so sterilized, but I think it's because I realize how like not interesting this sounds. But it comes off the back of a personal-ish story. It's about Sam, my partner. But in the weekend, he got one of those backbone accessories for your iPhone. So it's like a PlayStation. It's not oh, a yeah, PlayStation yeah, yeah. product, but they're affiliated with PlayStation. And it essentially turns your PlayStation, uh, sorry, your phone into your PlayStation yep. and um, makes it like a little, almost like a PSP back yeah. in the day. Um, and you can play all the games that are on your PS5 on your phone. It's actually pretty cool technology. But interesting that you mentioned before, we're getting a portable PlayStation anyway. Yeah, so. well, there's PlayStation's basically doing that, but instead of it being your phone, it's a screen. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and it means, but you, but it means that you aren't like a switch where you can just put in a game and it's installed onto it. Yeah. It's you have to be connected to the Wi-Fi. Oh. And then, and then that Wi-Fi connects to your PlayStation at home. Oh. So you know you're playing. You Chris is playing The Witcher, and then yeah. he comes to this podcast, and he's here early, so he whips out his PlayStation thingamajiggy, and he plays exactly where he was playing before he left the house. Really? Yeah. But that's it. You, you have to be connected to the Wi-Fi. Got and you. And you can only play the games that you have on your PlayStation 5. I see. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like an extension though. of your console. Wow. That's actually quite interesting for like, are people just going to be playing their console games at dinner time now? Like if Basically. you're around at friends' houses. Oh, well, you know, when you were growing up and you were playing PlayStation with your brother and sister and then your parents would say, hurry up, like it's dinner time. And oh. you would be gutted because you have to pause the game. And you've got and to yeah. wolf down your dinner and go back and play. Exactly. You could do this under the table. Wow. That's going to be the new no cell phones at the table. It's going to yeah, be no PlayStations at the table. Yeah. yeah. Well, I um, in the weekend, as I said, Sam got one of those backbone things and he started playing Rickfest, which is one of his games he plays on PlayStation. Have you ever played Rickfest? I believe it was a PlayStation Plus um game like last year or something. Oh, it was like one of the monthly games. It's, yeah. a, it's a, like a demolition derby sort of style, isn't it? Sort of, yeah. They kind of just like drive around in like figure eight type yep. circles and you try and hit each other. Totally. And it's like a race, but you can kind of damage each other and yeah, yeah lots, lots of fun. So Sam started playing that on his mobile game. 
uh, sorry, his um, backbone is what they call it. Yeah. Um, and he realized that he was he was playing really badly, and he was like, "Why am I playing so? Like, why can't ah?" Oh. And he realized that the haptic feedback on the normal controller was actually guiding him more than he thought in terms of his like physics. Yeah. So he actually started like spinning off the road, hitting people without meaning to, not making corners. Yeah. All because the haptic feedback was gone. And I found that quite interesting because for me, it's such a subtle thing. How much you're relying on it as a gamer. So for those people that are listening and they don't understand what haptic feedback is, I, this is a very watered down, stupid, extremely casual way of explaining it. it. But it is, it's the vibration that you feel in the controller. So vibration in controllers has been around for ages. DualShock has been around for like 20 years. Yeah. But haptic feedback is within the triggers as well. And it gives you a different depth, a different sort of, yes, Thickness of yes. vibration, you know, with the trigger for something. If mm-hmm. your if your prompt is to open a door that's really stiff, if you hold down R two, it actually stiffens the yeah. the trigger. Yeah, instead of it just being like a button. And you're also playing Ghost of Tsushima. The vibration when you get on the horse actually feels in your hands like the the pitter patter of four hooves on the ground. Instead ah. of just, it's actually. Yeah, so it, it's an enhancement. It's make you feel like you're in the game. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually really just taken it for granted. Like totally, I always knew yeah. it was there, but then when I when I saw Sam sucking at his game, I was like, <laughs> "Wow, it's actually quite important." It sounds like a load of shit from Sam. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's just the haptic feedback. Oh, babe, I missed oh. my haptic. If I had haptic, I'd be wrecking these fools right yeah, now. Maybe he was lying to me. Actually, yeah. um, did you know though that haptic feedback is actually I think it was from um a Greek word, but it means I touch. So um, oh. the ha- the word haptics is derived from the Greek phrase "I touch." Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it plays on the somatosensory system. So it's actually different from just a straight vibration that yeah. you you get if you get a text, for example. Um, haptic feedback is completely different. It, it's um, it actually says advanced vibration patterns to convey information, simulate clicks, button presses with predefined waveforms. Yeah. I didn't realize how like technical it was until I started looking up haptic feedback. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just I just wondered. Have you, do you rely on it? Do you like it? Have you ever thought about it? Do well, you care? To be fair, I mean, I could be in the same boat as Sam. There could mm. be a game that I play that has haptic feedback and I'm taking it for granted. And then if they took it away, I'd be like, oh, hang on. Where's my, yeah. where's the semi vibrations in my hands? Exactly. You know? So I, yeah, I, I've never had to overthink haptic feedback. Neither. I think it's a fantastic addition. I think it's, it's a nice surprise for me when I feel it in my hands playing a game maybe for the first time, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. For me, it's about immersion. It's less yes. about assisting me. Yes, yes. But at the same time, it could be a self-conscious or subconscious yeah. sort of assistant that I'm thinking, you know, that I'm not even thinking about. That's what I was kind of thinking after Sam said that was like, I agree. I thought it was just more of an experience thing. It yeah. was like, oh, yeah, there you go. It vibrates there, vibrates there. But no, it's. I think it is more, you're more dependent on it than you, than you realize Yeah. In, in gaming. And so I thought maybe our homework for the week is that, you and I could play a game, yep. but turn the haptic feedback off. So okay. play a game that we're really good at, or yeah. we're, me, good at the game? What? <laughs> Does bacon have me. haptic feedback? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, jump on your console. And if you're listening, do it too. Yeah, Let us know if, if this um, affects you, but jump on and, and turn your haptic feedback off. I yeah. just want to see, I just want to do like a little experiment. I don't know what the, what the results are going to show and what I'm going to do with those results. Yep. It's more just an interesting 
experiment just for fun. Well, like I mentioned, I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima and I, I thought that this time next week I'd have it platinumed, but if I turn off haptic feedback, oh, mate. if I come back and it's not, yeah, then we'll know. That spicy is waiting another week. Exactly, right? <laughs> I was in like, sorry, I, I would have platinumed, but I just couldn't feel my horse's hooves as I was galloping <laughs> through the beautiful island of Tsushima. Exactly. I would also liken it to um, my headset. I've got a, my gaming headset's quite a cool one. It's an Astro um, A50. Mm-hmm. And it's got 3D sound to it. So when I'm playing oh. Fortnite, if I'm sitting still and some I'm in a house and somebody comes in the room and comes into the house and it's yeah. like behind me to the right, mm-hmm. I hear it behind me to the right and then they're running around. So where they are true. in the game corresponds to how I hear them. Oh, yeah, true. So it's, it's, it's awesome, It's especially for a game like that. That's mean. You'd and be better at defending yourself. Totally. Yeah. You, know, you know where something's coming yeah. from, whereas I imagine with just a straight stereo headset, you just hear them. But yeah, you don't right. know where. Ah. So when I first got it, it was super buzzy. But I reckon if I was to switch to just a standard headset, it would throw me off. True. You'd be the first down in Fortnite at that point, I think. I mean, that's 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 pretty standard most <laughs> games. But I would be the first down quicker. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so play, play the game at home yeah, if you want to join nice. in. And message us on Instagram, Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast. If you want to join in our haptic feedback experiment, man, I sound cool. Yeah. <laughs> Give us some feedback on some haptic feedback. Yeah, boom. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for another week on the Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast. And sorry that Chris wasn't here. He was, um, it was his night at the brothel, I think. That's what he told me. <laughs> It is was, he? Yeah. Where is now? This is is this video game brothel because we we make these jokes when he's here, but if we he, if he's not here to defend himself, yeah, like, all right, we could just video. we should have said it. You should no, you should have said brothel. Then we go. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And then just play the outro yeah, music. See ya. <laughs> no, no, sorry, I was just kidding. He's actually attending a conference on the science of how to bore people. That's oh, what he's doing. Yeah, fantastic. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, what are you going to play this week, guy? Look, I really want to platinum Ghost of Tsushima. I'm, yes. I'm so close. And unfortunately, oh, God. Unfortunately, <laughs> is the wrong word. My wife is off work this week. So oh. we are spending, and she works, she does morning radio. So she goes to bed quite early, which means that's when I just, that's when I fire up the PlayStation oh. 5. So we're spending a lot of time together at night and we're playing Fay Farm. Nice. Yeah, okay. which is, I'm super enjoying it. It was a little, there was a little bit of a lull where it felt a little boring and we had to do the same thing, but we've, we got past that today. Nice work. So now all the, the whole map, part of the maps opened up, new areas, new recipes to cook. Oh, so Fay Farm with my wife. Nice. And hopefully, go some Sushima. Yeah, get, you're going to do it. I that, can't wait for the update. Get that combo. Yeah, you've got to get that combo, Do bro. I even accept a free combo from Chris? Like, yeah, do, do you I, feel do weird? I, I mean, like, <laughs> if, I was, if this was 10, 15 years ago, absolutely, because I wouldn't have had much money. Yeah, yeah, you're I mean, I don't have much winner. money now, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm 31 and, like, winning a bet. Well, not even a bet. So, like, we'll see how hungry I am next week. Okay, how about he buys the combo, but then we all third it? No. <laughs> That's nah, not fair nah, on you. No, no. Screw that. I'm, I'll take the I'll take the combo, Chris. I've thought about it. No, okay. You want you want your combo. What do you play next this week? Okay, so I want to play a bit more of It Takes Two. Cool. I just genuinely last week had a had a busy week, but um, I want to play more It Takes Two. I also want to start like we talked about last week. You gave me some some suggestions. I want to start another game. My cousin actually suggested that I should play the uh oh, something about the Edith. Wait. The Hidden Life of Edith Baker. It's something like that. Oh. She said it's like a really quick kind of story game that I really enjoy. Okay, so cool. I kind of want to maybe give that a go if I if I have time. Um, but yeah, It Takes Two will be the main one. And maybe I'll do a bit of my bloody haptic feedback experience. Experiment, sorry. Um, on 
maybe like Formula One because yeah. that's like driving. I feel like is a real haptic feedback one. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's a lot of games I've just promised that I'm going to play. I feel like that's <laughs> not going to happen. Um, <laughs> you set the bar really high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try for that, and then I'll let you know where we end up next week. With your Formula One games, because I know you're super into it, you've got the like the racing setup as well, eh? Not like the I proper, like, not the big seat and everything like yes, that. Yes. But no. you've got the wheel and the pedals and stuff. I do. Bless when I used to stream on Twitch, some of the um people that used to watch me gave me like bits or whatever they're called. They, they they funded that for me, which was so sweet of them. Um, So, yes, I do have a wheel, but I haven't used it recently. It's because we live in quite a small house. It can't always be set up. No. So every time I want to play, I have to, like, pull it out. Drag, and, a, yeah. drag a coffee table yeah. over and they might have a candle on it. Exactly. Like, i got to move that and these are the pedals and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm very grateful for it. I'm yes. still very grateful. But, yes, I've got that. But maybe I'll try that just on, PlayStation, uh, on the controller this week, um, yeah. the old haptic feedback experiment. Uh, um, Chris, what are you playing? Ah, uh, g'day, guys. This is what he sounds like. Oh, my God. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. g'day, guys. So uh, I'm going to be playing The Witcher 3 this week. I'm actually super into – I've just unlocked a new area of the map that I'm very excited about. Oh. It's called uh, Gwendoland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sounds like a name that would be in it. And I just got a new potion that turns me into a uh, ferret. And there you go. Um, and I've got some glasses. Wow, Chris, that's so interesting. It's so unique. <laughs> it's so weird that you just came in for this bit of the episode and then left again. What's so annoying <laughs> is that I mean, the the feedback that we get on our Instagram is really cool because I love reading the messages. But there's there's been a few people that have been like, "I love the Witcher chat." I know it's like, encouraging. No! I know you guys. You're, Do not you're give encouraging fuel it. to the fire. <laughs> there are plenty of people that said the Death Stranding stuff is boring. So at least we won't get yes, that. Yes, no, we won't get that. Thank goodness. Um, speaking of, you know, uh running into the Instagram. If you want to join in the show, um, at Extremely Casual Gamers Podcast is on is us on Insta, and you could either do the haptic feedback experiment, tell us what you're playing, anything yep. really. Absolutely. Play, send us some audio of anything, and we'll just cold play it on the podcast. Guys, we've got a gun producer here who's got this we cool do. little like doodad- doodacky over there where he presses a button and audio fires off. Yeah. Because, for example, right now, he's just going to play something. Yeah, like, listen to this. Oh! Oh, Yeah. So if you want to hear Woo. yourself on the podcast, and, it, and you know, Chris talks forever, so if you want to leave us a three-minute message, then <laughs> yeah, yeah. that'll be fine. That'll be nice. We'll have We'd three love less to hear from you. Of Chris. Uh, yes, please do. Um, and apart from that, we'll see you next week. Yes. Hopefully back with Chris, I think. I think he's um, back from his, uh, what was it, the old, uh, I think he was investigating a haunted toaster incident. Oh, what he. Me. Yeah, weird, Haunted eh? toaster. Yeah, so I hopefully he'll would have solved that crime and he'll be back on uh, next week's episode. Fantastic. All right, enjoy your week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.